absolutely. Especially in the Ashkenazi communities, we don't just uh, say no doubt. Right, right, that's correct. Okay, very good. Well, today we're going to put on our darshaning caps. Um, uh, we're going into this, this overall theme of when is it that you pay an eye for an eye or tooth for a tooth? When does it mean literally? And why is it that we don't say over here at all that it's literal? Um, so that's going to be the question. Uh, we already proved this. We already brought three proofs, and now uh, two, two, and uh, this is what we did yesterday, but we're going to start it again, four lines from the bottom. This is the third one. Um, we're going to see there's a number of psukim. Uh, there's no question that the Torah wanted us to make the other person whole, that if we took an eye, we should pay back an eye. So, uh, and we should view it as if we lost ours. If a person caused their, someone else that kind of damage, then they, they should try to be empathetic but that we actually take out the person's eye, that's going to be very clear that we don't do that. And so the question is, how do we know that? How, not to, how do we know not to interpret the Torah that way? And throughout history, uh, there have been a lot of sects that uh, take the Torah literally to do that. And so, therefore, Chazal wanted to show in many different ways that that's not the way to understand the Torah. Um, even, like you said, the Saudis or the, the Muslims, they still don't have it right. You know, like they... Uh, they, they quote the Torah that way, and it was just so obvious to Chazal that that's not what was meant. I would just say the tension is that if a person kills someone, they get killed. So you do have that concept that since he caused that harm to someone, then he, something happens to him, rather than just being a payment to that person. You do have that, and our Gemara raised that issue. Now, the truth is, once you kill him, you can't really give, you know, it doesn't, uh, you can't pay him back. It's going to someone else, you know. So it's not a, it, it's it's not really working that way. That uh, whereas if the person was injured and you can actually pay him, it's much better to get, try to give him back what he lost than worry about taking revenge. And uh, there is this natural, ten, you know, all the cases of road rage or whatever. Those person they don't get back whatever it is they were insulted or th- there's just this desire sometimes to to harm others or to get back. Uh, when really the most a person could, could hope for is just to be made whole again. So let's begin. Tanri Abdusu Ben Yudu, four lines from the bottom. Omar, Ein Tachasayin, it says an eye for an eye. So he says, Mamon. That means you pay. If you take an eye, you pay for an eye. Ah, to Omar, Mamon. Does it refer to Mamon o Enol Ayin Mamsh? Maybe it's really an eye for an eye. Amris, he says, Harishaisa Enu. What's the concept of an eye for an eye? The concept is. You took you, that. You have to be. You have to be fair. You have to. If you cause that person the loss of an eye, so just like Adim Zomimin, so to speak, where we do to you what you want to do to them. So we need to give you the totally fair judgment. But what do you do if the one whose eye you took out he had a big eye, and you have a small eye? That's not fair. Um, you took out a big eye, and you're just losing a small. I think it means like, let's say somebody has very good vision uh, and the person who, who took out that guy's eye, he can hardly see. So that's not equal. How could you say an eye for an eye? It's not an equal eye. Maybe if you can do an exact uh, replacement, it's equal, then you do that. And if you don't, then you pay. That, that won't work either. It has to be in every situation. You can't have some people getting the eye taken away and some people not. 
So therefore, it's clear that it's mammon. That's, that was the argument that Rev Dusta ben Yehuda made. So the Gemara says, Amri, so that was his argument, and now the Gemara is fighting back on that argument. Amri Maikusha, what's the difficulty over here? Dilma, maybe it's not so much when you take out the eye, we're not looking at, he has a big, beautiful eye, and you've got a tiny, little, scraggly eye. You don't, he has nice eyes, and you've got small eye, beady eyes, whatever. So Umar said, no, you don't look at it that way. You took light from him. Um, so we're going to take away the light from you. I mean, that's equal. You have to look at it that way, because as we turn to today's page, let's say... A young person, he's 13 years old, and he kills a 75-year-old man. So what's the rule? The halacha is if you kill someone, you get killed. Wait a second. He killed someone who was on the last years of his life, and he's got his whole life to look forward to. That's not equal. Or or the other way around. If he's a gadol and he's at the end of his life and he kills the child, how could we do it? We've got to, everybody has to get the fair judgment. How is it fair that you'll kill a child that has his whole life to look forward and you'll kill an old person who anyways has got one foot in the grave, so to speak? I hate that expression, but that's what they, right? The, uh, so how do you compare them? You took away a life, so we take away your life. You took away light. We can take it away from you. So the Gemara isn't bothered, or at least it has an answer to Reb Dustoy ben Yehuda. He was arguing that all punishments have to be equal, and they're not always equal. He says it depends on how you look at it. There's a way to look. You took a life, we take your life. I, one life, you're looking at the potential and looking at the future, right? That, uh, he says, no, look at it. You took a life, we take a life. As we move on, uh, we learned in another Tana Rib Shimim and Yochai Omer Shimim, first wide line. He says, Ein Tachasayin, an eye for an eye. What does it mean, an eye for an eye? Again, that's the whole question, really. The Torah uses that word, mamon. It means pay, uh, uh, pay for the loss of the eye. Ata Omar Mamon, does it mean you pay for the eye? Maybe it means we give your eye. Harishahu Suma. Well, what happens if there's a blind guy? And he blinds somebody else, Visuma or Kitea Vikita. Or you got a guy that's uh, um, uh, lame and uh, um, he got, he's missing a limb and he cuts off someone's limb. Or Kigor Vikigor, or if he's lame and he lames somebody else. How could you then say an eye for an eye? In other words, if you have to do to that person what he did to them, but what if that person's already missing an arm and he cuts off someone's arm? Or he's already got broken kneecaps and he breaks somebody's kneecaps, right? Or that he, he, you can't do to him in those cases what he said. And we know that penalties all have to be the same. So therefore, clearly, it must be the only way to do it in an equitable manner is to pay for it. Because if he's blind, he can't pay for it by giving his eyes. So it must be in all cases you pay for it. So that's the argument Rishim and Bar Yochai brought, and the Gemara here challenged that. Oh my, Kusha, what's the difficulty? This is a, a concept you find. Sometimes it's really from the answers that you see that the Gemara gives on one that you can learn it in other places. It could be that the, it, it's not always a perfect world. 
we ideally we liked it should be a totally fair you know this guy uh, took away that guy's eyesight well we'll take away this guy's eye well what if this guy's blind so it's not possible would we like to yeah but maybe when it's possible it's possible when it's not possible it's not possible maybe sometimes the torah works that way that when it's possible that's when you could do it sometimes you can do an eye for an eye and sometimes the guy don't have an eye uh, the more said, Patrina, and and uh, you would let him go. Dilo and you have to say that there are times where you can't uh, do total justice. What would that case be? What do you do if a person who's on death's door, a trefa, he's being diagnosed? It means the doctors they took the X-ray and they say he only has so much time to live. Uh, literally means torn, like there's the. Um, something that was uh, usually by an animal or something, or the, but it means that the, the, the conceptually an animal that has something torn with, will not live. So if a person who's uh, the, the walking dead, he he's, looks like he's alive, but we know he's, his time is limited, and he kills a living person, so what can we do to him? We can't take away his life. Um, so here it's a little more complicated. Um, well, why don't you say you could take away whatever's left? It has to do with the, uh, the, the witnesses over here. Um, in order to testify that he killed someone, we have to be able to potentially... Um, how do we know he killed someone? There ha- it has to be witnessed. Witnesses are only good if we could do to them what they wanted to do to someone else. That's the, the Ede Hazama. In this case, we can't do to you what you wanted to do to him because that person is already a trefa. So it, it, in that case, we don't actually kill the person. Uh, because he's not, he didn't testify to get to take away a life. That person's was his life was going to be taken away sooner or later, anyways. But what clearly what you say is, If you can do it, you can do it. If you can't do it, you can't do it. That's a subject. Uh, hopefully, we could talk about that more at some other time. We had it once before. This idea of azim. I just want to show you that I didn't make it up. It's in Rashi over here. Five lines from the four lines from the top. Rashi, hi Gavra Katolahi. This person, um, he's um, he's a dead man. But if witnesses testify about them, you can never do to them what they want to do to him. Um, you you will find that the witnesses that testify him would be wouldn't be punished. The Gavra Katola Boyla Mikdal, a dead man, they wanted to kill. The guy that's a trefa, the guy that the doctor said is only has a few more weeks, and they come and testify that he killed someone. And normally we would say if they lied, the reason we can believe them is if you're not telling the truth, we're going to do it to you. In this case, we wouldn't be able to prosecute them because they weren't coming to take away a life. The doctors already said this guy's life is going to be taken away. He's already a trefa. He was already on borrowed time. So Hilchak Iu Nami Pater. So and therefore. Um, uh, the uh, uh, the witnesses would be potter, and you can't do in certain cases you can't do to them what they wanted to do to somebody else. So you see that there's this idea when it's possible, it's possible, and when it's not possible, it's not possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If the witnesses were also traitors, then could you do it to them? <laughs> that's interesting. I don't know, I have to think about that. Right, right. That's right. So when there was whatever they were, they were just limiting the time rather than killing him. Yeah, may, maybe there'd be such a... I mean, the truth is, Eli Hazama, with, if you remember Makos, like if the guy was a Kohen, 
and they wanted to get him back, and they said his mama got divorced, and so really throw him out of the base of Migdash or whatever. And what if they're not Kohanim? So you can't do to them what they wanted to do to him. They framed him. And it's very rare that you can do the exact same pain and suffering to the person that seeks to harm another person. That, that's really what the Gemara is saying, that you conceptually, you want to punish... The, let's leave this up to Hashem, because we really can't give exact, the exact measure to this person that he was causing to the other person. And if he can't do it, so then it should just be monetary. Then that's the, uh, or maybe not. When it's possible, it's possible. When it's not possible, it's not possible. Those are the two ideas that we're throwing around. But uh, I did want to mention that, that Adi Hazama, it's the second time it's come up. Maybe it'll come up again. Uh, I'd like to do justice to it. It's a whole theme, really, about Adi Shiyata Yokel Azimo. When witnesses testify, and you can't do to them what they wanted to do. But we've got to move on. Tani Dibay Reb Yishmuel. What did they say in the Great Academy of Reb Yishmuel? Tana Omar Krat says like this. It says you give him to him. You, you, that he's got to give to him. With somebody that you injure, you got to give it to him. It's comparable. Comparable. Yeah. The You know, what do I get? Oh, we're going to poke out the eye of the guy that did it to you. That's, he's not getting it. You're not getting his eye. <laughs> you don't get his eye. So it says give. You give him some. It means you get restitution. So that means money. Elamiata, so the Morris says, yeah, but there's another verse about Kasher Yitin Muba Adam. Uh, where over there, Hachanami, do you mean to say um, it means mamun? Over there, where you injure an animal, you, the, um, that verse is, um, okay, that verse, Kasha Yiten Mumba Adam, there it's talking about, um, does anybody have that whole verse, that second verse? Kasher yitain mumba adam. A person injures another person. Um, so there also it says put. Um, so Lamora says, There also it means, we're saying that when you give somebody something, clearly it has to mean mamon, and so the, the Gemara says, well, it says over there, you, you take movement, you give. So here also we're saying mama. Um, that's a question, though. One second. I see. Thank you. Um, to, to me, what's a little unusual is that the yitain. It can be mama, but it uses with the word mum too, you know. You shouldn't be able to eat in a mum. It's maybe a different word, I don't know. So I, thank you, Steve. That, I think that's the question here. That we're saying give always means money, and there it says give a, give a wound. <laughs> and just like, in other words, just like he gave a blemish. Um, so here also, do you want to say it means... Um, uh, it, it, the, the, you see the word give doesn't just refer to money because it's that word give is talking about giving an injury. So you see that the word give doesn't necessarily mean only money because in that context, it refers to giving a, uh, giving a blemish does, doesn't mean paying him money. It means he injured him. Everybody says that. So just like over there, the word yitain means giving. So how can we say the word give means money exclusively when there the word give means give a wound? 
So uh, the answer is, There's an extra pasuk over there. It says, A man injures his son, Kasher also Kenyasa will be done to him. Why does it say that? There's something extra there. So, but why does it say that verse? The verse says, I did, I did the boiler mix of Kenny Nussenbog, cause of Nami Kasher Yite Mumba Adam. It could be the verse wanted to be uniform. Moving on. Each one of these, we only have like 30 seconds worth. <laughs> the, what did they learn in the Academy of Rukhia? The proof that it means Mamon and not an eye for an eye. So, Amar Krat says like this Yad Biyad it says, when you give punishment, it says you put it in his hand. Now, you don't put an eye in his hand. It means, It's something that you can give him in his hand. It's, here, the focus isn't on the give, but it's the focus put in his hand. What can you put in his hand? That's mama. So from that, you see that the restitution is something you can, you can't give him, you know, uh, transferable. transferable. Well, there's a difference between, what we're saying, there's a difference between yad, yad, Yad and Yad Tachad Yad. So we're learning Yad Biyad to explain what we mean by Yad Tachad Yad. That, that, that's, that's a little mm-hmm. hard to understand. I guess we would see from there that, um, <coughs> that if you see in one case that it means restitution, so you would know in the other case. Uh, yeah. In other words, we see from that context that, that uh, but you're right, when you say a hand instead of an, an eye for an eye, that does not say give it to, give, you know, a hand for a hand, it doesn't say in the hand. But from that verse, you would see that uh, you see that it's meant to go in his hand. There's one other thing just to throw out. It may not apply, but I just wanted to ask you anyway. We, we have the concepts in the Torah of loti kom veloti tor. Right. Just because if a person does something to you, yeah. you're not supposed to do it back to them. And, and that's not brought up here at all. I mean, right, you, you right. can learn that out from Mammon as well. That just because the guy yeah. knocked out your eye doesn't mean you go knock his eye out. Right, right. So the Christians, they really messed this up, this, this concept. Uh, it says that, um, they said, you know, vengeance. Uh, we believe in vengeance. Hashem is, when, when the wicked get punished, we, we're thrilled. We're happy. That's, that's meant to, that's a good thing. Um, it's just, we're not God. That's the, in other words, we believe that there should be retribution. Somebody takes out his eye, he should get vengeance. It's just, we're not the ones to do it. So we believe conceptually, you see an eye for an eye, that that's what should happen. But the moment we play Hashem, uh, then we're all, you know, that's idol worship. We're not, our role in life is not to be the one to take the vengeance. But if that person gets what's coming to him, terrific. <laughs> Couldn't be better. You know, he did that to him. He, how do they say karma or whatever? The person gets what, you know, but uh, we, we, we're really okay with that. Um, we, you know, we want the person to do tshuva. We don't. We feel bad that he, this has to happen. But if he doesn't do tshuva and he causes harm to others, that that should come and happen to him. Terrific. You know, that's the. Um, but it's just not our role to do it. But we believe that uh, people are going to get everything that's coming to them. That's uh, and it's okay that that happens. We don't have to. We don't have to forgive the murderers, you know, on death row and say let them go. You know, no. It's great that there the shem is the. Uh, Hashem, as long as we're not the ones doing it, uh, that's where it gets to be tricky. That, you know, that, okay, so, but that's mamun. Elamiata, regal, But what about there? We don't get a foot. We don't put in the foot. Hachanami. There's something extra over here. So this is also, when you do a lot of, a lot of psukim, you start to get to the, there's got to be something extra that tells us to learn that pasuk that way. 
What's extra? Do to your brother what he wanted to do to them. If it refers to exactly why does it have to repeat that? Clearly, it refers to mamun. Aye, we didn't answer the foot for a foot. Morris said, you're right. I did cuss it once it wrote a hand for a hand. It also wrote a foot for a foot. Uh, it, it's correct. We were just being making that verse uniform. Next. Abaye Omar Asimid Tani Bekiski. Abaye learns from the Tani Bekiski. Tani Bekiski Ain Takasayan. It says an eye for an eye, nefesh a soul for a soul, below nefesh for ayin, takasayan. It's coming to tell you that you won't take the soul and the eye in the place of the eye. Meaning, the Isokadaita Mamish, if you mean that you poke out the eyes of the one that poked out somebody else's eyes, uh, when you poke out somebody's eyes in ancient times, that was the equivalent of killing him because they got infected and they didn't know how to stop it. Sometimes when you're busy poking out people's eyes, you're going to take their eye and their life in the place of the eye. By the time you blind them, you're going to kill them. So uh, therefore, clearly, since it's only an eye for an eye, the only way to do that is with mamun. But if we, if we start taking one person's eye for another eye, maybe in the process of taking his eye, you'll take more than the eye. You know, cut off the guy's hand, you know, not many people can survive that. So more said, my kusha, why is that a difficulty? Maybe we get the doctor. And we say, uh, can this guy handle being blinded? I don't know how they would go about blinding why a person. Why are they worried about the further damage, the collateral damage of the person that got so I guess he didn't die. In other words, the original guy, you know, otherwise it would be a soul for a soul. But he only got his eye knocked out and he survived. So now we want to do it to him. And the more is saying, well, there's no guarantees if you're going to do it to him. That he'll overpay. He'll overpay. That's right. That's right. So the more says, says, well, why don't you just get a doctor and ask the doctor, can he, uh, will, he, will he survive if we, if we blind him? So Mehmet Amdina Le'imat Mikabel, if he could take the, uh, if we can give him the eye for an eye, good. V'ilomat Mikabel, then we don't do it, then we give him a bill. V'amdinen Demat Mikabel Avdinen Be, and what happens if you say, well, he can handle it v'nafik rucha? Sometimes um, there have been people that sometimes go to the hospital. Oh, it's a minor medical procedure, and um, it's not always minor. It doesn't doesn't always work that way, and sometimes. Sometimes things happen that are unexpected. That, in other words, the doctors can't fully predict how something uh, will affect a person. The e islamus. So Umar said, well, if he dies, he dies. Why should that bother us? Milo tanan gabe malchus. Didn't we learn when it comes to whipping the daylights out of a person uh, that also, you know, when you whip somebody that hard, sometimes you kill them. But it's okay because amdua, you get a doctor's opinion if the, person, the doctor feels we're not out to kill the guy when he needs lashes. We're just out to give him as many lashes as he can take. And we get the best medical opinion available to us. So, and if it happens to be that he gets whipped and, he, and then he dies, so I'm doing the So So be it. That's Hashem's will. So why don't we say the same thing over here? If the doctor says we can take his eye and it won't kill him, and it happens to be he gets infected and it kills him, so be it. So Rizvid Mishmed Rava Omar Kra Petzatakas. So um, so uh, therefore, it could be that you could do it, even though it may not be fully equal, so to speak. Even though it may lead to other things, that's what the Gemara is saying. 
Rizvid Mishmeda Rava, he says a different rush. He says, Amokra Petta Takas Petta. It says, pain for pain. Litain Sar Bamakam Nezek. It comes to tell you that you have to pay for pain and suffering. And if it means that he paid you, we got to pay him. Just like this one had pain, um, and this one also should have pain. Um, and let's see. Um, it means that even though you've paid him for the damages, you've got to also pay him for the pain and suffering. Now, um, Kusha. Um, what's the di- difficulty here? Maybe there's a person who's very sensitive. If he has this kind of injury, he feels a lot of pain. And there are people that are not so sensitive. They, they don't have the same amount of pain. What would the difference be? To pay the difference between somebody who had lots of aggravation, like there, there must be some measure that you could take as to how much pain this guy had. I think they have a pain scale, but I think the person makes up their own pain scale or they tell them, I'm one to 10, how big is it? You know, or they, they have some... a relative thing. You know, they've had to quantify pain. Uh-huh. That's just an indicator that the hospital or doctor I think the insurance companies go by the size of the bill, right? <laughs> how many times did you go to the doctor? Then we'll give him four times that or the... But you're right. How would you really quantify the pain? That would be the... Uh, but I think they use such a formula like the... Cause, but you're right. It's not really accurate. That's just how long he spent in the doctor's offices or how, how much he had to... How many specialists he got sent to. But that doesn't quantify the pain. Repapa, Mishmeda, Rabba, Omar, Krab, Rapa, Yerapa, Litin, Rafua, Bamakam, Nezik. We, didn't we say that you have to pay medical bills uh, in, where a person's damaged? And if the, basically we're going to take out his eye, the, uh, if you have to heal the person that got the, um, you paid the medical bills, um, wouldn't you need to um, pay for the... Uh, Who's going to pay for the blinding of the person or the pain that he's going to have? Um, the Gemara says, Umay kusha, why does that bother us? Some, there are some people that they flesh heals quickly, the Ika, and there are some, the low Salat Bisrechaya. And there are some people that don't heal easily. What would the difference be? To pay the difference. Um, we're just pointing out that it gets to be very difficult to compare one person to another if we're trying to make restitution. Ravashi Omar, he says, you learn takas takas mishor. You learn from the word takas in said, takas ayin, an eye for an eye, and it says, shore takas ashore, you pay the axe instead of the axe. Now, just like over there, if you damage the axe, you're paying money. Here too, if you damage the person, you pay money. The more said, my cousin Yov Takas Takas Mishor, why do you learn an, an, uh, from the ox, Nalif Takas Takas Badam, learn a life for a life, Nefesh Takas Nefesh, you give your life for the life that you took, my and Mamish, in that case it refers to actual life of Khan Mamish. So the more says, Amr din Ezekim and Ezekim, we learn damages from damages. They ain't done in Ezekim and Misa. Death is always something different. Death is a different category than damages. 
even though you could argue it's the ultimate damage, but it's a whole different category when you take away a life than when you cause the damage. Where says Adarab? Done an anabayadam. But yeah, but at least it, why don't we learn from human damage to human damage, main done anabahim instead of learning from an animal? Al Omaravashi from the following. It says Mitakas Shirina. Uh, over there it refers to the woman that was um, uh, was raped. It says because he he afflicted her. So uh, there we see that you pay damages, uh, you pain and suffering. Yalif Adam there we should learn. Benizikin, Benizikin, and it's possible to learn human damages from human damages. Uh, we're just, we're, we've got side, um, it's sort of a new subject. We, we've been talking about an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, and now we're talking about suffering, to pay for the suffering. Tanra Lazar Ma'ain Takas Ayin Mamish. He says, an eye for an eye, it means Mamish, an eye for an eye. The Morris says, Mamish, so says, he's saying it really means an eye for an eye. So the Reb Lazar, Leslie Kolahani Tanoi, we brought like seven or I didn't even count them up. We brought, our, we brought so many drushes to prove that there's no other way to look at it. Didn't Reb Lazar agree with them? So Amar Rabbi Lomar Shein Shamanosok Evid. He meant something different. He meant that you don't, uh, you don't look at him like an Evid. Uh, you don't put him on the slave market to see the value of a, an eye. Um, that's... Uh, that's what he meant. Um, in other words, he, you don't say an eye for an eye, is you don't put him on the slave market. He says, well, if you don't figure out what a slave will bring, then how do you figure out what a free person, Ben Choran, free people don't get sold. We don't look at the person that um, was damaged, we look at the one who caused the damage. If, no, we do have amounts. The Torah tells us with all the Eruchin, this one's worth this amount, this one's worth that amount. And those are B'nai Chorin. So we know by based on ages, how much a man, how much a woman, how much a young person, etc. So that's so not a... Have, right, so those aren't perfect science. That's not a perfect science. So that's not... That, that's like a general... Like a, um, uh, There are some people that would be fit, actually worth more, and some people would actually be worth less. But we say... About a slave, I'm just saying that instead of looking at slave, you could look at the Erechin values too. And besides, looking at a slave isn't, isn't an exact science either. So, but I think that's what we're getting to is that if you'd say an eye for an eye, it, you can't if you can't be exact, so then what then it's not really an eye for an eye. Um, it's, it's not like we can. Um, I, I would think I, I hear I, I would think that if we learned from Erkan, there'd have to be some connection, some kind of heckish or something that would tell us that that's a uh, the way to to estimate it over here for damages, because it's in a it's a whole different there. It's like donations to the base of Migdush. It's true that you see we value different people differently, but I, um, I, I think we would need to see it somewhere in the context of damages. And I think somewhere we, we, we learned that the, those values are, they're not inexpensive. Those are rather, you know, hefty amounts. Um, right. I guess the question I have is, are those actual amounts or is that just like a set? Um, you're saying that, in other words, is it really what a person is worth? Or the Torah just gave us a number so we can, you know, we can deal with it, you know, like the... If I can, yeah. basically... In, Erechin are like spiritual values of a person. It's not like uh, monetary. It's not based on uh, individual, uh, shall we say, uh, monetary. It's not a monetary scale for physical 
whether it's sort of like what Hashem considers in the value of a human life, these are like spiritual values and not related to the actual human, like slave market or mm. uh, dollars, dollar and cent values. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, that, that, that would definitely answer if that's correct. Just, yeah. just to think about this. One. Yeah. Moving on. Now we get a story. You need at least one story every Gemara. There was that donkey. The cut the yada. You bit off a kid's, chewed off a kid's hand. Never. Okay. Asa kamei dira papa barshmul. They sued him and brought him in front of papa barshmul. Amar le zil shimule arbedvarim. Go pay that kid the four four kinds of restitution. Amar le rava na kamei. Wait a second. We said five kinds. What do you mean four? He said, I meant besides that. Of course he pays that. Nezek is the most basic. You pay him the, the loss of the limb, and then you pay all the other stuff. Wait a second. What do you mean, pay all that stuff? This is a donkey who did it. Donkey, it's only when a human damages that you pay the five types. When an animal causes it, uh, he only pays damages. He said, go... Uh, apparently he accepted that. He said, go take the kid to the slave market and zil shimulo niska and figure out the damages. Um, so, well, first he said, go and figure out the damages. So Morris said, don't you need to figure out what the slave value is? That now that he's missing him? So he says, you're right. Go take him to the slave market. The kid's father said, what? Uh, hold it. You're not taking my kid to the slave market. Apparently, that's a very embarrassing, you know, to be... Uh, uh, kids get, get poked and they get... Uh, it's supposed to be extremely hu- um, uh, humiliating. humiliating to go through the slave market. And so he said, uh, you're not taking my kid to the slave market to figure out the, uh, the value. So, but how else are you going to get him to pay? So he said, oh, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll, I'll make it up to the kid when he gets older. He got him a five-sulemidi day. It's interesting that he felt he, he was basically saying the guy doesn't have to pay. It wasn't worth it to him that his kid would have to go to the slave market uh, to get evaluated because he felt that it was uh, uh, beneath the dignity of the family. And uh, so the problem is, what, it doesn't really matter what the father thinks. The kid needs to be paid. Uh, he's entitled to that. So the father said, I'll pay him when he gets older. I'll make it up to him, but don't put him through the slave market. It's hard to imagine, like, what's the big deal? But I guess there's like family status or the, not in front of everybody, like, you know, that this kid should, should be there. Oh, is that your kid over there in the slave market? Oh, he looks good in the, to- you know, whatever. Or the, uh, they didn't, he didn't want people talking about him. Um, so uh, now the more brings another story. Who Torah? There was that ox to Allah's Yadadinuka. And this time the ox bit off the kid's arm. Must have come to Rabbah. They came in front of Rabbah Zilshim. All right, figure out a slave value. Figuring out human value is quite complicated. The slave value. You really need experts in that. And the rule was uh, that we didn't do, in, originally in Bavel, they didn't have the same experts that they had in Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, they wouldn't do penalty cases in Bavel. So he said, and how can you tell me? that this guy should be taken to the slave market and we have the expertise to figure out his exact value, didn't you yourself teach by Marhu that if, if you need to do a slave value, we don't do that in Bavel. He said, you're right, we're not going to collect uh, the slave value because 
our courts aren't strong enough to know the exact value. But if this guy seizes the value from the other side, we won't take it away from him. So we, we don't have the enforcement to make him pay. But if we did get him to pay, at least you would know how much uh, you would let him keep. Robert, this is consistent with Robert. He says you do collect in Bavla. So the Mars said, Maisha, Niska Adam Badam, Niska Yadam Bashur de Lo. what's the reason you don't? Elohim be inibalaka, you need a full base that represents Hashem that that uh, uh, you don't have that in Bavel. Shur Bashur Ba'adam Nami Elohim be inibalaka, you don't have that. Allah Maishna Shur Bashur Bashur Ba'adam. What's the difference? In those cases, even though we don't have a full base, then we could say Dishlikusuko Abdinim, that the courts here are messengers of the courts in Eretz Israel, and they're empowered to do that. Just like if somebody admits they owe money, the courts here can accept that. Or if somebody borrows money. So, why don't we say the same thing? That they're doing the, they're messengers of the main courts in Eretz Israel, Just like When can the courts do messengers of the courts in Eretz Israel? They're the extension of Elohim. They're the extension of uh, Hashem's intense presence of halacha. That's something the kimle begavai that we have the same expertise. Midi de lo kimle begavai something that we don't have the same expertise. Lo abdin shulchusayu the courts in Bavo weren't able to do it. Amishor vishor vishor badam nami lo kimle gavai the Gemara says yeah but even those who said they have the expertise elapu chazoy. That you can go and see. You see how much an axe goes for on the market. So the Morris said, Can't you go to the slave market? Yeah, but also, how do you pay double? All right, you can't do those things we don't know, but what about those things we do know? Like when a person steals, why can't we make him pay four times? But it's a penalty, and we don't do penalties in Bavel. So you see, it doesn't have to do with... The, the, the concept now is we know that the courts in Bavel didn't do everything the courts in Eretz Israel. And we're saying now that they wouldn't do estimations for like human damage or slave damage. So, uh, But the question is, uh, we said we can do things that are, are a set amounts, but the truth is we don't make slaves, we don't make stealing people pay four and five because that's a kanas. And we don't do kanas bavel, but why not? That's a set amount. The answer is the courts in bavel were allowed to be messengers for the courts in Eretz Israel for regular money. The kanas lo Are they trying to say that they would send the case to Eretz Israel? Um, I'm not sure they were able to, but they only had authority to, to handle money. They didn't have a authority to handle uh, penalties. So uh, even though we could figure out what... First, we were thinking that it's because it's too complicated. Now we're saying, even if it's not complicated, they wouldn't do kanas. So Gemara said, Well, if you cause human damage, isn't that moment? So why can't we do that? It has to be a normal thing. It's in, in the Jewish community, you know, at first, when the Jews came back to Eretz Yisrael, they didn't have police stations. They didn't need it. You know, Jews, Jews don't have that kind of trouble. Like, we don't need police amongst ourselves. You know, it's like, a, it's not a, not a thing. So, to, therefore, it's not so common. Then, then they didn't do it. 
The Mora says, Hari Boshe Begam. Yeah, but what about uh, uh, humiliation? That you always have. Why? Uh, people will insult other people, Chas Vesholem, or they, they, you, they, you have Boshes of Begam. So that's common. So then the, why can't our courts do those kind of cases? Ami, the uh, Mora says, Hachanami, you could do that. Repapa, Agve Arba Meyazuz, the Boshes. Repapa collected 400 zoos. Sometimes that's like somebody would slap someone else in the face or, you know, or spit at them or do. So Repapa actually did collect that even though he was outside of Eretz Yisrael. I have a lesson to Repapa. Don't we not agree with Repapa? Didn't he get in trouble for that? The Shulker of Chister of Nachman. The Shulker Chister Chister Knaska Bubble. He said Chister Chister Knas. He called him his last name. He said, You're collecting Knasas and Bubble. You shouldn't be doing that. So again, we're trying to get at the heart of the matter. What are the courts? Outside of Eretz Yisrael, authorized to do. First of all, it has to be something that comes up all the time. And it has to be that there's a loss. You know, a person's embarrassed. It, it didn't cost them anything. Or or if it's not common, but there is a loss. Therefore, if a human damages another human, even though there is a loss, even the courts don't do that because it doesn't come up that often, and they boshes um, embarrassment, even though it's common. Even the less big kiss there, there's no loss. Therefore, the courts in bubble wouldn't do it. Vishur, vishur, then that you would collect in bubble. I vomarav vishur shizik ain't God. Didn't he say you don't do it? So Umar said to Isaac, man, who did the ox damage? If it's because it damaged a human, we don't collect human damages. My ear sure the Isaac Adam, a few Adam the Isaac Adam. Nami. We not only don't collect when an ox damages a human, even when a human doesn't. Ain't governosa above. El Abshita the Azak shores must be we're talking about where an ox damages another ox. And we said you still can't collect it. I thought we said you could. So now, again, what are the power of the courts in Bubba? Can they collect ox damage? It depends. If it's a time where you pay half, that's penalty. We don't do penalty in Bubba. If it's the whole amount, that's not penalty. We could do that in Bubba. Didn't he say there's no moid Bubba? Because it's complicated. How do you establish it's wild? You can't do the... You had to go to court to testify that this ox scored someone, and we didn't do the process in Bavil. So Ami de Oid Hassan, maybe this ox was declared a Moed in Eretz Israel, and then they figured this ox is wild, let's send him out to Bavil. Aisalacha. So Morris said, How often does that happen? That you know, they, an ox becomes a Moed and they ship it out to Bavil. We just said you don't do things that aren't that common. I am a still have the answer is maybe rabbis from Eretz Yisrael, like Richard said, maybe they're visiting here. Maybe that we, we bring them in. So still, it's not so common. And we don't, we're not talking about uncommon cases. When Rava talked about action damage, he was talking about Bashain. He wasn't talking about goring. He was talking about eating or stepping on demand. Those are normal. Okay, we will stop here at the uh, tzir, the uh, about the tsar, about how that's estimated. So um, basically, we dealt with two subjects. The eye for an eye, how we know it's mamon, and uh, also what are the limitations on the bate dinim in Bavel that they didn't do penalties and they didn't do certain types of cases. What exactly were the cases they did and what were the cases uh, they didn't do. Okay, have a great day, everybody.